Welcome back to another episode of Kicking It With The Homie. As always, it's your host, second of my name, probably the first of us, Vox Populi, the people's champ, the best in the world. I went from undesirable to undeniable, somewhere between the American dream and the American fantasy. Oh, shoot, I messed it up. Somewhere between the American dream and the American nightmare. I am the American fantasy. Your boy, CJ Quarterbaum. Joined as always by the come home poppy. He's about to cut his hair and get a regular job because it's over for all this speech, all right? It's Eugene McKeever. And for the other one, you know. Every hour is a scary hour when the world looks this big. We're lucky she even shows up. She came on the tiny bus. It is young. Super producer. Tokay. What up, y'all? One hour later. You trying to start off with a bang? Or you want to start off slow? What you want to do? We going out with a bang, all right? This is is the last episode of the year. So let me tell you how Eugene ain't shit. We going to start there. (laughs) <laughs> so for the people if you're just joining in please run it back a couple episodes i would like for you to understand that we used to have another voice albeit it was just giggles and laughter hey, yeah. but we had yeah. another voice this is and how you recap the year voice because somebody wanted to remind that somebody that they like to bear but toilet seats in the beautiful state of new york city so, mm. Eugene, please, for the people, can you give some insight as to why you ain't shit for this 2023 wrap-up? <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> why you're giving me that tag. First of all, New York City is not a state. Um, so, let's clear that up. First of all, learn your, learn your geography, Fightful. New York State, New York City, all the boroughs. Whatever you want to say, you called that man out for putting his bed behind on cold toilet seats. He might just like the feel. And you ruined it for him. He probably somewhere right now in in public restroom crying. And we'll never mm. know. Bear cheeking. Yeah, that's wild, Joe. Raw dog and, and toilet seats, no matter what state you are in, it, is awful. It's awful. Recently, didn't you send a reminder that that's what I happens? Just, Did, was there a I just sent. I just sent a meme that was relevant to converse, previous conversations that we had had. That was it. Okay. Claude, did you get a response from that? Did he call you crying? I actually have not heard in response to that. Um, okay. For those of us who say that bullying does not work or that we should end all bullying, I would like to respond with end some bullying because that man, according to him, he makes a nest now. He no longer raw butts toilet seats. And it's a reminder that sometimes a little bullying is a good nudge in the right direction. I just want the record to show that I am not a bully. No, you a bully. I was just I, I did not bully. I was just stating facts. That was it. And the facts were that No, you definitely you definitely bullied him into common sense. Because I don't know how you didn't have common sense to do that before. I was just but curious right. like, how it's a how his big age he you know didn't know to make a nest before. I mean, he also doesn't know how to wear sizable, sizable V-neck shirts. But we and I'm, about and I'm the one that's the bully. 
Sir. I state facts. Sir. <laughs> I am not. I am not. You a bully. It's okay. I just, I just highlight facts. Mm. Was I bullied when one person that we went to school with said that they were from a, a particular city? <laughs> only to find out that they weren't from that city. And so I had to, I... I had to show on an imaginary an imaginary net map where they were from in regards to where they were saying they were from. Does that make me it, a bully? It was when you make, pulled out the imaginary map. Huh? It's when you pulled out the imaginary map and embarrassed that young man in front of the entire quad that that is when you crossed the line into bullying. Hold on. You know, how, that, how did I, first, first of all, first of all, we were not in the quad. We were in the academic building. It was between classes, and I just happened. There was a wall there. I was like, hey, let me use the wall to illustrate what I'm trying to understand. There go that photographic memory again. <laughs> Yo, what but I said what something to you last week. We have another instance of you bullying. That's, That's not bullying. That's just mm. a secret of truth. Was it bullying mm. when we were at the skate, the, the roller rink, and you pushed that man's girlfriend to the ground? Oh, wow. I do not recall pushing a man's girlfriend to the ground. So you I tell us what happened. A, I recall pushing a man to the ground who wanted to then fight me after. Right. The you pushed him to the ground. Wow. Hold up, hold up. I was not alone in pushing people to the ground. Why were you pushing people to the ground? Why were we pushing people to the ground, Claude? We? We. You French? Uh-huh. This ain't no we. No. We were both pushing people to the ground. Hmm. So y'all both ain't got no home training. Okay. It was both of us. It just so happened that I pushed the wrong person to the ground. <laughs> that mm. person did not know how to skate and did not find it funny that they got pushed. Because mm. you embarrassed him in front of some girl he liked. Okay. I didn't know that. I was just having fun. Me and my friend were pushing people to the ground. Everybody was laughing and joking. I didn't know this person so felt like a baby deer when they got on roller skates. You just <laughs> confirmed that you are a bully. Thank you. That's not bullying. That's exactly what that is. You did something unnecessarily for the laughter of yourself and your friends. You're a bully. And it's okay. Not my friends. My best friend. You're Claude, who I was saying for. Who was also pushing people to the ground. Ain't nobody trying to fight me. So I don't know if that is if that story is accurate. So <laughs> moving on. Um, how was you guys Thanksgiving? <laughs> Did you have greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes? <laughs> I actually had none of those things. Eat those things. So I wouldn't expect you to have that. What are you talking about? <laughs> what they I, they had like chicken tenders and fries in the corner for you? I had. So That's real accommodating. It is no. right. I want to. There be was like no chick. There was no chicken tenders and fries, it, unless you want to count a Cornish hen, a chicken tender, because it was about the size of three chicken tenders. Cornish hens are mad small. It's like it's like a full turkey for you, D. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But no, nah, I had so my dad fried a turkey, and then we had some Cornish hens. My mother made her. World-renowned stuffing, um, which is a staple for every holiday, or every, you know, the holiday season. Um, and then we went to my sister-in-law's house because we knew she was going to be late. And we had dinner again over there. 
Are you pregame Thanksgiving? <laughs> you gotta the Bible says know those that labor among <laughs> Well. So he stayed for looking scriptures from the Bible when it was necessary. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I hate, I hate <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was my Thanksgiving. My parents came down, my sister came down. Um Yeah, it was cool. What was uh for both y'all homes, what what was what was the best dish of the of the night? My mother's stuffing, hands down. Um, I would say my mother's pot roast paired with my creamy mashed potatoes. Was lit, and then my cousin. If I could only eat one thing, I would have chose my cousin's. Um, she made a squash casserole that was bomb. What's a squash casserole? Right, it's like, huh? It's like like I didn't know what it was. I thought it was like it looked almost like a. I can't even describe it. It was like shredded squash. So I thought it was like some type. I knew it was some type of casserole, but she did like a little bit of breadcrumbs on top. So at first I thought it was like, oh, a, a take on a healthier version of like a stuffing. And she was like, no, try it. And she'd made it before, but I think the last time I went to her house Whoa, to get sir, it. Sir, this is a family podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but she made it before, but it everyone had ate it all, so I didn't get any. So this is my first time actually trying it, and it was it was good. It was almost like I don't want to say cream corn because cream corn is nasty to some people, but uh, it was kind of like uh, yeah, cream corn can be really disgusting. Cream corn, cream corn is so disgusting. I can't I can't say it was like that. It's just it was just squash. It was healthy. It was good. I really could have like I took an extra bowl of that. Like I brought that back home. And I was perfectly fine. Hmm. I'm actually going to ask her for the recipe. I want to make it. Yeah, when you get that, send it to me. So I can have one of chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all can see. Right. Have you ever had squash? Yeah, I've had squash. For real? I what like kind? Squash. Huh? What kind? Yellow and green. Oh, you you thinking of zucchini. No, it was squash. Have you ever had like butternut squash so or honey nut squash or like a delicata squash or a kabucha? I don't know. I don't know. That he knows it was yellow. It was yellow. Hey, it was saute on the stove. All right. So you you had some zucchini. Listen, I if we're going to get fancy, it's chanterelle season. And I bought some chanterelle mushrooms last week and I cooked them joints up and they were phenomenal. I've never heard of a Chantel mushroom. <laughs> it's really good if you ever do a margarita pizza or like a margarita Ooh. mushroom pizza. No, I'm not doing that. You should. It's really good. I like well, mushrooms. He don't, he don't eat cheese. What kind of mushrooms do you like, Eugene? Shiitake. <laughs> I'm surprised you even pulled that out. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you want to you know how I remember that? I went into my, my photographic memory to remember what is <laughs> <laughs> what is in the mushroom section? <laughs> Portobellas are good. Yo. Baby Bella, ba baby Bellas are my favorite. 
Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. It's the baby bellies. Okay. You ever had a lobster mushroom? No. Or an oyster mushroom? No. What's all this uh, fish with mushrooms? It's like, because they kind of look like them, but like a lobster mushroom has like this really meaty texture to it. Fast forward. It's good. No, I'm good. I don't even know where to get that. They don't have it at a food line. Mm. No, they got it at dim sum. At where? The Asian market on No Trial. I'm not going all the way over there. It's the other side of the world. No, it's not. It's no trial. Going to Do you know where I live? You ain't that far? Do you know where I live? I swear you act like you a slave that got a hide in a horse <laughs> and a buggy to get to the other side of the world. It's not far. From you. Massa not going to catch me on North Triad. <laughs> no, sir. Uh-uh. That's, the, sorry, that's legit the other side of the world for me. Like 20 minutes more? More than 20 minutes? It's about 40, 45 minutes for me. I'm all the way out near Gastonia. Stankonia? Speaking of Stankonia, yeah. y'all listen to Andre's new album? Amazing. Yes. Blue I music? It. I haven't listened yet. Is it? I've heard really good things, though. If you the best like part, The best part is the titles. Right. The titles are hilarious. If you like lo-fi music, then it's I think you lo-fi. can get with it. Yeah, like, if you're not a lo-fi person or somebody that delves into that genre, then you're not going to like it. I think it's ridiculous that we were, and I say we as a black culture, we were expecting some type of rap album from him when this nigga literally has been spotted with this wooden flute everywhere he go. Like, <laughs> what were you expecting? It's not wooden, though. It's like it's like electronic or something. Oh, I thought it was bamboo. You, did you see the cover, though? The, the cover was, the album cover is so niggerish. So it's him, <laughs> it's him in this with this flute, but if you look, if you look close enough, you can see that he's wearing Jordan fives. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. New so like, I'm classical. I'm classical, but I'm still from Atlanta. Don't forget yeah. that. I dig <laughs> it. <laughs> you see it? Yeah. That's just an hour and a half long. Golly, how much flute but you it got go, to play? Like, put it on and just. And you, you, just play, you can just press play because, like, there's like no transitions. It's just one long flute. All right, these titles That's are cool. these titles are hilarious, <laughs> man. The ability to just live and create freely the most random things that sounds nice, right? All right, so what else is going on in y'all worlds? Oh, also for Thanksgiving, I got to take my parent, I got to take my dad and Aiden to. A Hornets game. So that was fun. We saw the Wizards oh, saw lose. That. It was it was you know very good. You know, my dad used to take me to Wizards games as a kid, and so it was okay. nice to return the favor. Look at you. Hey, Claude, you like Drew Holiday? Is it because I have a Buck shirt on? No, you you look like Drew Holiday. <laughs> Because we both dark skinned with dreads. We all don't look alike, Eugene. You know that? Maybe. Maybe that's it. Wow. 
You look, make you look sure real Jewish. Make you sure you tell that to the ones that don't look like us, because we know that. Listen, one of the greatest things about living where I live is I will see people I know in public, but because we all look alike to them, they don't see me, and I just keep it pushing. <laughs> you thought I was just That's another crazy. one? You, you go ahead, buddy. <laughs> go on, pal. I didn't want to stop and talk in Whole Foods anyway. All right. I got a question for y'all. Because yeah. Joe Budden got jumped last week. He was yeah. at a club. Some people ran up on him. He, he, had, he had a little tussle. But this got me to thinking, right? At this age, I'm not going anywhere where people are throwing up gang signs, where there are liable to be guns, where there might be a problem. The closest I come is when I go hoop in certain places. But even then, it's, it's, it's a rare occurrence. Do y'all still find yourself in places where you might have to tussle? No, I can't say that I do. Yes. Because that comes with the territory of immersing yourself in black spaces, unfortunately. You're either going to get it from niggas with a crab in the bucket mentality, or you're going to get it from people that don't necessarily understand the space and wish to challenge it. But Honestly, as an adult, I go out I go out into this world. Of course, you cover yourself in prayer when you walk out the house. Um, but I go out into this world not being surprised if anything should happen. Like, at my big age, I'm not about to throw hands with nobody. Like, I break everything down in cost. It costs about $5 per nail for me to fix. That's stupid. <laughs> so, um, I would say yes. The expectation is that it can happen. It shouldn't. And the majority of the time, it doesn't. So I think it can happen anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when I'm with the niggas I'm with, the niggas, not the ers like Eugene, <laughs> but when I'm with the niggas I'm with, it's, a, it's still an unlikely situation. And I'm just thinking about going to places that are high likely to end in violence. Or me having to scrap my way out of some situation. It just, at this age, I feel like if I fall the wrong way, I'm not playing ball for another two years. I'm I'm not trying to put myself in, in harm's way like that. Yeah, I don't really be nowhere. Not to say that something couldn't pop off. No, 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 no. You be at Disney musicals. Ain't nothing popping off where you go. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I go to Disney rave and Broadway rave. Nothing's popping off there. We're all there enjoying the music. So outside of that, like I'm not really going anywhere where fighting is likely. Now fighting can happen. It can happen anywhere. But I'm not really going play. Like I'm not going to I'm not going to any concerts or nothing like that where something could pop off. So I don't really be putting myself in situations like that. And I'm not fighting. Like, you hit me, I'm calling the police. <laughs> I'm a civilian. I'm not, I'm not fighting. Yo, y'all ever <laughs> see that TikTok where the dude was like, he was like, I was at the club and I stepped on this guy's sneakers and he told me, wipe them off. And he's like, you know, I could have ended it at sorry. But then he was like, wipe my sneakers off. He was like, I'm not wiping your sneakers off. And so the guy pulled a gun on me. He said, so I called the authorities. 
Oh, you want to take my life? I'm going to ruin yours, bucko. That's me. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> pull a gun on me because I accidentally stepped on their sneakers. Like, you think I intentionally wanted to step on your shoes? What they call out on the boondocks, a nigga moment? Listen, yeah. And they I'm happen. Not, I'm not doing that. All the time. I'm calling the police. I'm not putting myself in situations like that. Yeah, but you, you were never a fighter, though. No. So, that you remember sense. that time? We remember that time? <laughs> they got in a fight. Here you go. Right, it's said, the, it's the end of the year. That. It's the end of the year. We can tell one good story from that time. Go ahead. So, this was what? 2000, this is 2006. 2000. No, it was, it was 2000. No, it was... Yeah, 2005. No, it was 2006. It was sophomore year. It was the beginning of sophomore year. It was the beginning of sophomore year. Beginning of sophomore year. And I know this because a freshman got into it with some girls from a school down the street. Now, prior to her getting into it with the girls from the school down the street, I had seen a dude I went to high school with. He was a freshman at that school. I was a sophomore at my school. We dapped each other up. We asked how each other was doing. And we went our separate ways. No, I knew that he was there with his school and I'm there with my school. Stuff pop off. We go outside. There was a dude, the same dude who said that he was from one place and was actually <laughs> not from that place. He pops off and was like, yo, we going down there. And so I'm like, oh, okay. And so we get in Claude's car and I'm like, hey, Claude, I'm not getting out the car to fight. I'm not, I just saw a dude that went to school with. We go home for Thanksgiving break in a week. If I'm at the mall and he sees me and I was fighting out here, none of y'all are there to help me fight. So, but I also distinctively remember saying, you ain't about that. Just keep the car running. I mean, if it came down to it, somebody that I know is getting into it, I'm jumping in. I didn't know this girl. She was a freshman. I don't know you from a can of paint, nor am I really concerned about your well-being at this point because I have no, I have no allegiance to you. So I'm like, I'm not fighting. I'm gonna sit in the car. So we get up there. What happens? Claude, a random dude that <laughs> literally said, "I just like to fight." So let me fill in some gaps, right? <laughs> So whatever happened at the club, we were at some club. Again, I don't go to places where I'm likely to tussle anymore. We and was at Time Lounge. If whatever you happened, Charlotte, you remember Time that's Lounge. That's a throwback. Whatever happened, I'm like, I do who was, says he's from one place, but was actually from another. I was like, yo, we go, we going to ride on these niggas. They not going to disrespect us. Blah blah blah. Now I'm, I'm still from Brooklyn. This is almost on, twenty on, years on. ago. Before you go any further. What type of school did we go to? A culinary school. <laughs> okay. Keep going. <laughs> so I, I'm still from Brooklyn, and this is about 20 years ago. So, you know, the CJ you see today is not the man I was 20 years ago. And I was, oh, um, oh boy. I was real ready to scrap back then, is how we will put it. So I'm like, all right, you know, we, I'm going to defend my homies. We about to go fight. So we hop like six cars deep, roll up to the other campus. We roll up on the other campus. I hop out the car. 
And I'm like, I bet it's time to go. And I look to my left. It's one chick. And to my right is two dudes. So chick on the left. I'm like, I bet you got the shorties. We're going to handle the niggas. I look to my right. It's one dude there. And then the other dude, I'm like, yo, who are you? He's like, I don't know. I saw y'all were going to fight. And I just wanted to join. Wow. <laughs> so now it's the four of us. And I look behind us. No one is there. The ringleader who was talking all that trash about we going to ride was not there. And, and the girl that got into the incident was not there. They weren't there. So I look up Where they go? and I see the entire the campus station, watching us drive by. <laughs> the entire <laughs> campus of the other school is walking towards us. We was about to go. Uh, you know, y'all know the, um, the Drewski sketch where he roll up and he's like, hey, nigga. I'm the type of nigga to stand on business, nigga. One nigga versus 50, nigga. Like, it was about to be four versus 400. <laughs> and I looked wow. at them and I said, y'all, I think we should run. And I ran. <laughs> I hopped in that car and so you Eugene, drive down the drive. <laughs> I, I drove off. I did my job. I drove off. Yo, I flew. Was that, anybody I I, supposed to be in the car with y'all? Did y'all leave anybody? No, nah, no. Nah, it was, nah, it was it just, just us two. It was just us. So this is where the story gets. dude that wanted to fight. So this is where the story gets good. We drive back to campus. Again, remind you, this is 20 years ago. I'm a different man. But I hop out I hop out the car on campus, and I'm hot. I'm like, where is this nigga mm, at? This nigga talking about we going da, da, da. Like, I'm going off. I'm like, I'm calling him now all you, sorts of names for him. Uh-huh. and epithets. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, somebody going to catch these hands tonight. So he had him warmed up. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Not once, but twice. <laughs> Did he try to give them in those hands? <laughs> so we, so of course, like I'm on campus, I'm going off, like shirt on, in the middle yelling, of the street, in the middle of the in street. The middle, they're in the middle of Fourth Street. Because and I'm, just, I'm just watching. The way I see it is, you said to me, "Yo, we going to fight." So I got your back. Like I'm from, I'm from Brooklyn, right? Like this is how we do. I roll up. It's four on four hundred, and you not there. This is a problem. So he calls me and he's like, I heard you on campus talking crazy about me. And I'm like, well, why, you, yeah. why you call me? Yeah. Where so he's at? like, he goes, I'm at Sycamore. Come see me. Sycamore is around the corner. I hop in the car to Eugene driving Sycamore. Literally around, around the corner. So <laughs> at, this Eugene, point, I'm, I'm fine, at this point, I'm at this point, I'm fine with Bentley. I'm just driving him around <laughs> the city. <laughs> so yeah, we get the, so we get the Sycamore. Mm-hmm. We get the Sycamore. I jump out the car. First thing I do is I swing on this nigga. <laughs> Swinging, he's lucky I missed because this he big missed. dude, Russ, Russ is like six three, four hundred pounds, standing yeah. between us. And, and so, and so I swing on him, and Russ is between us, and I miss it. He goes, "You, you really swung on me? You swung on me?" And I, I stopped for a moment. I said, "But I thought we were gonna fight." Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this I is why confused. you shouldn't be fighting because if you have to stop and think about what you just did. Like, just don't. But just in, don't. in my mind, like, again, where I'm from, if you say, come see me, we gonna fight. I'm like, okay, I show up and we fight. Maybe we but, talk after. But wait. <laughs> There's <laughs> more. <laughs> what happened the next day? <laughs> so the next day, me and Eugene go to the mall. We, I think we probably went, bought some kicks, as always. We come back, and his car is in front of our crib. And I'm, I'm like, I am like, Eugene, guess I gotta go fight this nigga now. <laughs> So I walk in the house, and the first thing that happens is our roommate jumps between me and him. He's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's just here to talk. Let's just listen. <laughs> this is... <laughs> Yo. I, again, where I'm from, 
if we say we're going to tussle, we're going to tussle. Like, what is happening here? Uh, and that he was the last the time out. I went out with them. He should have knocked you out when he had a moment of you stopping and thinking about, I thought we was going to fight. I'm sorry. Like, D, you know who this is. That man ain't knocking nobody I, out. I'm pretty sure I know who this is. But I, he could have tried. He could have did something. Try, tried is the operative word. Now, as y'all know, in my day job, again, that's 20 years later, right? In my day job, I'm a pastor now, again, 20 years later. But I like sneaking, like, nigga things into my sermons sometimes. Wow. So wow. last week. Now, now, now they're not going to listen to your sermons. <laughs> because they, they listen to that logic. Mm-hmm. So, so last week, I preached, right? And I, I was talking about the city versus the suburbs. And I was like, listen, I'm from Brooklyn. I stand on business when it comes to Brooklyn. Okay. The five black people in the room picked it up. And that was <laughs> enough for me. <laughs> Okay, that was enough. When, when you said stand on business, what type of business are you talking about? You have a 501 business come with a contract? Is it an like LLC? Listen, it is... I would like to learn more about the business you stand on. How you know, can maybe I we help? can do a community masterclass on how to stand on business. You're I taking investors? Like I talked about you Thanksgiving. Have, and I, I was can like, I look at your business plan? I talked about Thanksgiving and I was like, listen, we're going to have some sweet potato pie. I'm sorry. I know where I am. It's pumpkin pie for some of you. And again, the five black people in the room, they're like, we see you. <laughs> Yo, you be throwing so much shade. Wow. wow. It's the little things. It's the little things in life, man. The little things. Uh, speaking of little things, <laughs> are you almost done with Love is Blind? Right. These these updates, like I I enjoy the show, but these updates that you are sending randomly at the most your times of the day. <laughs> needs He's the to reason end. why y'all are on mute now because ain't no way, <laughs> <laughs> ain't no. I was like, I was literally at work and I was like, is he serious? I, mute, mute. We're not doing that. I'm not doing I, that. Eugene has a photographic memory. I have a multitasking kind of brain. So I'm just able, like I multitask all the time. I watch TV while I work. I actually cannot work in silence. It it bothers me. So I watch Love is Blind while I'm writing, while I'm reviewing things, whatever. So I've been watching a lot. I am on, I have like two episodes left in season four. This is not a show that was meant to be binged because season four is full of drama. Yeah, but I'm just I'm tired. Like I'm like I'm I'm over this show at this point. It's just it's just too much. But season four, golly, Josh came in, took that man, girl, called him NBA cryboy. Marshall yeah. looked like a like somebody tried to draw CJ McCollum from memory. It yeah. was it was a lot. Marshall's one of my favorites. I forget the girl that he jacked up. Yeah, she was she was worse than Lydia. She was bad because she had, like, I think there's a very clear profile of people who come on this show, right? Like, there's there's kind of a mix of low self-esteem and desperation and a lot of insecurity, a lot of hopelessness. But for her, it was just, she was like, I want you to, she was like, you know, my normal type is, and like, she she's bad. She is bad. Like, you could see her picking up the NBA player. She's like, my normal type is athlete. 
six five. You think you think about who um you know who just got somebody else baby mom's pregnant in the NBA. Uh uh dang. Something with, no. some some NBA yeah. player just got another NBA player's baby mom's um, pregnant. Simons. Yes, Anthony it's Simons. Anthony Simons. So there's a certain type yeah. that they all seem to go for. And she fits that model. So she's like, my normal type is the athlete, 6'5", hooper, covered in tattoos. And Marshall was the complete opposite of that. And he's like, I'm the first man that like you ever really dealt with, like real man who treats you well. And she didn't know how to handle that. Like she was like, I want she was like, yo, we don't have sex. You don't rough me up in bed. He's like, I'm not that kind of guy. Like, I'm, I'm not you don't rough me up. Yeah. <laughs> got a rough neck, got a rough neck. <laughs> <laughs> what was wild though? Yo, Vanessa Lachey is some trash. Ooh. Vanessa Vanessa Lachey is some trash. Yeah, so she got in a lot of trouble for that for that uh reunion. Cause she like she stirred the pot like crazy in this. She reunion. yeah she got a she got in a lot of trouble. Like they said that they were saying that she wasn't going to come back, but then they were like, "This is our show. Like yeah. we're obviously going to be back." But she got in a lot of trouble for that reunion. Wait, what happened? For for which parts? Because there was one part in particular that stood out. I don't remember exactly. Like this was like five six months ago when I, I watched it in real time. Yeah. So there was one point where. Like we could see from even how they edited the show that Jackie was poking at Marshall a lot, like calling him soft. Her text yeah. messages leaked after which she like called him sweet, like basically alluded that he was gay. And so yeah. it came out that he made a joke about her and was like, oh, your jawline's kind of strong. I don't know if you've always been a guy, always been a girl. And he was like, I he was like, I took it back right away. But he was like, in the moment. Like she was constantly coming at me. So I thought we were cool to make these jokes about each other. So Vanessa immediately jumped on that and was like, mm, I wouldn't take that. That is so disrespectful. You can't talk about me in that way with like no acknowledgement or, or regard for the ways in which this woman kept talking about him and calling yeah. him soft. From like day one when she yeah. when he walked away after that reveal. Like there was what was said in her text. And then it was just what was in the show. Like in yeah. the show, she was like, yo, he's mad soft. She yeah. like old oh boy call him NBA cry boy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that was That's Kwame crazy. pissed me off that entire season. <laughs> I hated Kwame. Why? There's a there's a skit on there's a skit on Saturday Night Live. It was an old skit. It was uh Will Ferrell and Rachel Dratch. And they were like these it was like this older couple, but they were like really uncomfortable. Like to be around them but like really uncomfortable. They were just like so over the top and with their like groping of each other. And mm. they would just look at each other and just be like, Lava. Yes, Lava. What would you like <laughs> to do, Lava? That is mm. what Kwame and the girl that he was with reminded me of. Chelsea. Chelsea. It was just, it was awkward and uncomfortable. They they were like they they clearly like love each other, or whatever, but their energy together was kind of strange. Yeah. That sounds strange. That sounds like something I would not be interested in nor watching <laughs> all the freaking time. Listen, I got two episodes left, and then I'm done. I'm moving on to Fargo. No, you got to watch Perfect Match. 
I need a break. I need a break you before gotta, I go into the next one. Gotta watch Perfect Match. It's only one Please season, stop, right? It's only one stop season. Following for, stop following for Eugene's recommendation. Leave yeah, him. I'm, I'm only been wrong once. I've only stood you wrong <laughs> one time. Fuck this one. Well, that show was so bad. <laughs> Shout out to the 2023 <laughs> recap. Show yeah. of the year, still Fargo, uh, still um, the bear. Yeah, the bear was amazing. Yeah. Do you watch the morning show? No. No, I saw bits and pieces. Like I saw an episode here and there, but that wasn't my thing. Um, I did watch the bear. The bear was good. Uh, this year's kind of running into last year, so I I don't really know what was good. Wednesday? Did that come out this year? Yeah, that was this year. Uh, yeah, I think Wednesday, was a, Wednesday was a good show. Um, a good, like a good little stuff. series. I, absolutely. Cause, it's a little dark individual. Listen. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, Wednesday was good. No, I think that was last year. I was about to say Secession, but I think that was last not okay. succession ended this year. Succession ended this year. Okay, so that was I would give maybe top five, number five for that one. We lost a couple shows this year. Succession ended. Um what was that overdrive? It was like around the same time. Succession ended. That's what matters. We no, actually I was fine with them ending. I think it did a lot of harping on opioid epidemic empathy. I'm good on it. I don't feel bad for them crack babies. Like, whether you took it in pill form or, or shot it up, you know, different from us blackies on the street. And I think they tried to find a way to, you know, you know, pull some heartstrings with like, oh, he could be so great if he didn't have this, this uh, dependency. It's like, yeah, no. That applies to a lot of things. This is true. This is true. Was uh was Yellow Jackets this year? Or was that last year? Yellow Jacket. They had a season this year. Yeah. Another I'm great show. Wait, I gotta figure out how to watch Showtime because Showtime Anytime app is going away. Uh, do you have Amazon Prime? Yeah. I think Showtime is rolled into that now. because yeah, Paramount Plus is rolled the- into it. And Showtime is rolled Paramount into Paramount is, Plus. Yeah, so if you yeah, have, I'm trying to figure out how to do it on Paramount Plus, but I don't see how to add it through the TV provider. So don't feel I, I did Showtime. I had to pay. I pay like ten dollars a month to get Showtime via Amazon Prime. But then one day I woke up and they were like, "You now have Paramount Plus," and Showtime was rolled into that. So I all yeah. the streaming apps are starting to consolidate finally, but it's, it's confusing trying to keep up with everything. Yeah, Paramount, I pay an additional six ninety nine with my Prime. Um, mm. you should still be able to see what you call it. Showtime shows there. Nah, you gotta have a. I don't know. I don't know. Nah, they're, so they're rolling Showtime in, into the Paramount. I think you have to have an add-on. Yeah, the Showtime content is on Paramount, but I think you need an add-on in order to unlock it and watch it. Mm. I mean, start using that card. It's this little plastic thing that comes with your bank account. 
<laughs> that you can just use. You don't have to be afraid to use. Like I know you want to hold on to everything, but you can actually just use that. To and do what? It'll help you pay for stuff. So you can just do the add-on. The thing with helping me pay for stuff is that there has to be money on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's there though. What right. they gonna do? Come take it? No, they're not gonna come take it. But as soon as money is not on there, mm -hmm. then the bank the they put this thing called an overdraft fee on there. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. So it just keeps accumulating overdraft fees. So it sounds good in theory to use. It's all fake anyway. Whatever. True. But speaking of which, did y'all hear about uh, Goldman Sachs? It what they do now? Away from Apple. They were. Really? So you know that they, they backed Apple, the Apple card, Apple savings, whatever, that everyone signed up for, for the cashback thing, because it was backed by Goldman Sachs and all this other good stuff. So reportedly, um, I can't remember who, who wanted to do what, but I believe Apple wanted to part ways with Goldman Sachs at, at some point. But Goldman Sachs went ahead and pulled the trigger um, because they lost a billion dollars with that with that deal. Wow. I don't know. I don't know if it's because, you know, with Apple Pay for you people that don't know how to pay your bills. Um, with Apple Pay, they try to encourage the whole thing of you can buy now, pay later, because that gave them some type of competitive edge with uh, like Clarina and um Clarina Afterpay and PayPal, I think is one of the other ones that allow you to do that. Um and I can easily see how a lot of people would, you know, run that into the ground. If you have a company that's tied to your phone and all you gotta do is double click the side button and they give you a thousand dollars worth of credit, yeah, you can run into some issues with that. So um I don't know the intricacies of the deal or why they're so ready to back out, but I think over the next 12 to 15 months, um, those two will be parting ways. So if you have an Apple card or Apple savings account right now, um, just kind of pay attention to it. I don't know what's going to happen with that. They may have another bank that will back them. They just haven't announced it yet, but Goldman Sachs officially is trying to, you know, cleanse ties with them because a billion dollars ain't nothing about an eye at. Mm -hmm. That's probably like uh, when so Chase. Every a lot of people have the Chase Sapphire preferred credit card yeah. because it it's really one of the best ones out out there in terms of points and benefits and all that. But before the preferred, they used to have the reserved card, and they had to discontinue it because they were losing so much money because the benefits were just too crazy. Like the benefits were too good, and people obviously were taking advantage of that. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. Like, oh well, sucks for them rich people. I mean, it does. It's unfortunate. What will you tell your kids as they get older? Um, two things here. What will you tell your kids as they get older and they try to convince you that they grew up in the hood? <laughs> they no, they they not gonna try that. <laughs> they might. I mean, they're influenced by social no. media. <laughs> They they get it from the gutter, you know. They stand on business. What they show up one day and be like, "Hey, Dad, I'm the type of nigga that stand on business, nigga. One nigga first bit the nigga." <laughs> Yo, so, I don't know why that skit is so funny to me. <laughs> so, what do you tell them? Do you allow them to live out this false belief, or do you really I, sit down and have a conversation with them to say, I, "Hey, absolutely not." 
Um, nah. I actually, I think about this a lot. I don't think I'm going to let my kids be on social media until they're like seven, 16, 17. Um, we are on 10 years so they'll, of... They'll be like, uh, what's his name? Wife. Okay. Listen, we are on 10 years of social media use, like real ubiquitous social media use. And we're now starting to get some sociological data around it. And every bit of data we get, every study that they do so far is telling us that this is bad for us. And we all respond the same way. But I need it. I can't do anything if I don't have social media. How am I going to keep up with this person and that person? How am I going to have my business or whatever? And the people it's harming, it's harming all of us. But there is a disproportionate effect that it is having on teenagers, on adolescents, on young people. And it's just not worth it. It's not necessary. I contemplate every couple of weeks just getting rid of it altogether. So I'm seeing the dangers, reading the studies, watching it in real time as I work with students. It's not worth it. Okay, so what happens when your child goes to school and they meet another kid that has social media and they use that school time to be on social media and they come home and say, hey, I'm a real nigga. Fuck what you talking about. You see how how T.I. had to put hands on his son this week? He started talking a little crazy to Tiny and T.I. said, hold on now, let me remind you who really is from the hood. There we go. Sorry. Don't don't let this perfect diction fool you. I you can get these hands. Whoa, whoa sir. <laughs> he said diction for the people that might have missed whoa. the full word. I know. I, I know he said diction, but no, Eugene that, is such a child. That shin was a little slow. It was a little a little slow and soft. You might want to be a little yeah. louder next time. Oh man. You calling me Marshall? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not letting my kids do that. Like Y'all, there, there's nothing hood about where we live. At all. At all. So, no, I'm not I'm not allowing them to do that. I mean, but Malibu most wanted. It's clearly <laughs> we've seen it. Chapstick, I mean, that's what you I mean, This is the thing. If, that's, if that is the life you want to portray, then I'm going to personally... Like, y'all remember that episode of Chappelle show when... <laughs> they did the, <laughs> the spouse swap. <laughs> he dropped them off in the hood. <laughs> if you if you want to act like you're from the hood, I can take you to the hood. Easily. And, and let you fend for yourself. So you can see what it's like to actually live in the hood. I'm going to let you go hang with your cousins for a day that we don't see often for a reason. Yeah. Come back, tell me how you feel. Yeah, I'm going to take you to some cousins that you haven't seen, that you've never met before. You only heard stories she, about. She ain't yeah. never heard of. Yes, yeah, so mm. I'm gonna take you to some cousins you never heard of. Like my my kids think, don't even know like the family that we come from. Like it's a bunch of criminals. Like mm. scammers. The, scam, scammers. Yes, I told you mm-hmm. about my cousin that washed one side of a dude's car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is another great story from this year. <laughs> Yo, the fact that that dude did not walk outside and didn't check the car, just nothing. Yeah, yeah like that's 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 the that's the blood that I come from. So if that's what you want to do, I can I can take you. I can take you there. Listen, I made some steaks a couple weeks ago, right? 
got myself some nice ribeyes and some ribeyes for myself, skirts for the kids. And my child looked at me and said, daddy, I don't want steak tonight. I want sushi. You are not built for whatever hood life they want to no. pretend 10 years from now that they are from. <laughs> yeah, nah. no, <laughs> Nah, you ain't built that way. Don't you worry about it. So like, I want sushi. I still nerd. go for a burger and regular, regular bread. Like, <laughs> Yo, the, the, the juices, the juices dripping, dripping down your fingers. Right, you gotta eat it fast because the bread is melting into the mm-hmm. patty. Like it's just don't know nothing about it. My cousin told me the other day she was like the peasantry of a spam sandwich, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is peasantry. Now, that's one thing is, I, I, I did not. Do. Yeah, we we never never had. I, never had I wasn't eating spam. I wasn't eating Vienna sausages. I was no, we, we grew up on them Vienna Listen. sausages. No we ketchup had, and onions. I, I grew up around them. I just I just would not eat them. Like I no. I would starve. When we went fishing, that's what we had. My my granddaddy would make sure I had a little cup of beans and weenies or whatever. Because if mm-hmm. she always reminds like us how country she is. The Vienna yeah. sauce, so- like I hate the Vienna sausages. Sardines. That's like a regular size hot dog for you though. No, it's not. <laughs> No, it's not. Because size doesn't matter, okay? At all times. This is a family podcast, man. It is. You're absolutely right. In 2024, we'll be a little more adult-oriented, but we don't need to go into detail. Adult-oriented? We we starting our own events? I mean, technically, I I already have one. Oh, we... we... Oh, that's right. You you was used to catfish. (laughs) Because I'm I'm not letting OnlyFans show up on my browser for no reason. So whoever made that account in my name, just hey, send me ten percent. We can work it out. Man, listen, how we feeling? But before before we go, I do have one one question. I love to ask this at the end of each year. What are you looking forward to next year, or or what's a lesson you learned this year that you're going to take into next year? Um. A lesson I learned. Come back to me. I gotta figure out how to say this without incriminating myself. Go ahead. He comes from a family of criminals. It makes sense. I gotta figure out how to say it without without any further repercussions to my to what I say. Um, What about you? He's still he's still thinking. Go ahead, Eugene. No, I said come back to me. He said come back to oh. me. Oh. Um, what lessons? A lesson you learned that you'll take into 2024 or what you're looking forward to in 2024? Um, focus on focus on the peace and not so much of trying to be strong. Mm. However that plays out. And I, believe I dig that. these niggas when they tell you exactly who they are. Mm. Because they will. Sister Maya said it best. Just make sure you're listening and you're asking the right questions. I dig Maya. that. Maya the singer? No, Maya Angelou. You, you, you I was bad. I was like, what's, what song are you referencing? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on? <laughs> you really need help. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I will say... A lesson that I learned from 2023 is all opinions 
are not always needed to be said. Sometimes you just have to let things play themselves out so that your opinion can be agreed with. Mm. We'll finish that off the pod. I mean, that's mm -hmm. that's work related. That's that's work related. So. Oh, yeah. 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 This man is looking at this man is on Zoom <laughs> with the screen where he can see himself, but pulls up his camera to make sure he looks good and then goes to take a picture of us. He well, no, it was more so it's too late. He already took it. I got scratched in the face playing ball last night. So I was just trying to I was trying to see it. All right. So come on, everyone. Say cheese. I, I can't stand D. I can't stand y'all so much. <laughs> right. That's just Bam. All right. Uh so for me, I think I think there are two two big lessons I learned this year that I'm gonna carry into next year. One is I think in 2022, there was a recognition that I have limits. I just I can't do everything. In 2023. And it's now being really judicious about my time and being more selective um, and recognizing my value and my worth. My counselor said something that rocked my world a few weeks ago. She asked me a question that um, I'll tell y'all off pod what the question was, but it, it was a question that made me have to think about myself from a positive manner in ways that I don't normally think about myself. And if that is true, that I am valuable, I am loved, I am worthy, I'm all of those things, then where I put my time and my energy should like give me life, should matter. Um, so just being judicious about like what I'm doing, what I'm saying yes to, what I'm saying no to. And then the, the other big lesson I would say I take from 2023 is stay home, stay home. like recognize the goodness and this is for me recognizing the goodness that i have in my home in my family and what we built and just continuing to grow and run with that through whatever season of life we find ourselves in so stop running from your problems all right that that <laughs> i've been running from you for 20 years can't get rid of you like a little gnat just right there yes, buzzing I can stop showing up. At nope, but you're gonna time. be right. You're gonna be right back on this nope. pod. Listeners, in I just want y'all to understand that in 2024, here as an extended guest, <laughs> you are not a guest year. anymore. You are part of the pod. Mm -hmm. I was forced to continue to join this pod. Listen, you love us. We love you. Get over it. Because. I tried to be a mediator to the raw butter of New York. <laughs> the raw butter. Raw, raw butter. That's the title. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to encourage, um, you know, some type of harmony amongst the bully and his foes. But it's, I really don't know what other purpose I could, I could really serve. So I think that Come 2024, let's really look into who we're bringing on as another permanent guest. Now we good. Our numbers are, are healthy. They're right where they should be. 
we already have our we All have right, our so bet. Twenty twenty four, you gonna be a top notch editor. Cause I'm saying fuck you, this some dumb shit. I ain't got time for this shit. I'm over this <laughs> on Mondays, Tuesdays, <laughs> and Wednesdays. And we're gonna make sure that you get very, very, very immaculate when it comes to editing this podcast. That is my goal for you. You're wow. welcome. This has been the final episode of 2023. <laughs> we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. We have seen an uptick in numbers and growth, and that's because of you people. Thank you for joining us you every people. other... Oh. <laughs> you people! <laughs> every right, other week or so. <laughs> we thank you. We love you. Like us, rate us, review us, share us with your friends. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the homies. Listen, if you're on Apple Podcasts, they leave you this, they give you this option to leave five stars. Eugene, if they ain't got five stars for us, what should they do? Uh go show up to a college campus ready to square up. Square up. Yo, we've been friends since college. And on that note, we out. Goodbye now. <laughs>